Hi, everyone, and welcome back to All Things Tibet Podcast. I'm Francesca. I'm Taylor. Britt is taking the week off. And this is episode 26, and we are going to be recapping Gen Q Season 2, Episode 7. How do you feel about that? Oh, boy. A lot happened in this episode. Yeah. This episode compared to 6, I mean... Six took place basically in like one place. Whereas yeah. this one has a lot of different scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and a lot happens. And we're also this, scarred. Yeah, this episode was uh, a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, we have some good moments. Um, we have some moments that we probably all don't really care too much about. Um I did realize when I was watching it just now, because it just aired live on Showtime, that this is the third time I'm watching it, because I basically can say it word for word, so. Good for you. This is the first time that I watched the episode actually, like, more than, like, two seconds before we recorded the podcast, so. Very proud of you. I know. I actually did my homework before five seconds before it was due. Well, let's just jump right in then. Um, it starts off with the longest Sophie and Finley sex sequence that I've ever had to wit- witness in my life. Again, like the previous one, I skipped it. <laughs> You're so much better than I am. Um, yeah, by this time, by the third time watching it, I was like, I felt it. I was like, this is exhausting. <laughs> uh, so then we skip to Alice and Bet having brunch. Uh, Bet is wearing her curtains. It's cute, but it just <laughs> reminds me of curtains. Her curtains. She looks great. She looks flawless, but she's wearing a But she's hat. wearing curtains. My mom, um, because she's officially started watching season two now, mm-hmm. when uh, at the wedding at Danny and Sophie's wedding she was like why this is like the first time Bet has been wearing something that I don't like what is going on I don't understand and I was like I don't know but I agree (laughs) I wasn't like a huge fan of the wedding outfit I did enjoy the boots yeah oh no the boots were great I just like there's some yeah yeah I don't understand what is up with Beth's depression wardrobe this season? Like <laughs> her depression wardrobe. I mean, okay, well, like last season, I feel like was her actual depression wardrobe, but this season, I feel like is her. I'm trying, but I still don't know quite how to do that. I miss Bet Porter's casual clothes. Yeah, she used to wear pajamas. Yeah, and like a tank top and a t-shirt and. She wore jeans a handful of times in the original series. Less than a handful. Like a couple times. Yeah. I could probably count three on my finger and that's about it. Yeah. But like what happened? Also, I tweeted out this week the most unrealistic thing about the L word. I know there's a lot of things. No one ever has their hair in a messy bun. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't wear a messy bun because my hair, because I don't like it with my hair. But girls wear messy buns. Adult all the time yes especially in LA yes and especially lesbians yeah and queer people in general I feel like the messy bun is a staple of a 2021 outfit 
Oh my God. Yeah. Panoramic here or not. Yeah. But anyway, they're at lunch, brunch. Um, Bet throws out the line. Oh, oh so Nat, oh God, what's her name? Alice starts talking about Nat and Gigi. Um, Bet says that Gigi's probably playing head games with someone else, which is just a funny Bet line because it's like, yeah. Bet, you're so dramatic. Yeah. And again, yeah. like, there have been so many lines this season that I'm like, coming from you, Bet? Really? Like, that's why they're so perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, just, she is leaning into that Bet Porter, just like blind hypocrisy. And I love her for it. Like, exactly. It's just the, <laughs> it's the absolute best. Um, yeah. Then Alice like turns her head slightly and sees Gigi and Nat sitting there and yells, Did I summon them? Yeah, that was great. That was great. Um, and then I loved how that was like, oh, and then, then they talked about how they're just like one giant X. And that was like, yeah, some of your finest work. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they're just so funny together. Truly, their friendship is amazing. And Jennifer and Leisha's comedy together is just amazing. Yeah, it, it's so good. It's so top notch. And then like Alice goes out there to talk to Nat fine there was a we did get us like um a promo pic of Gigi at, at like the bar of the brunch place but we never saw that in the actual episode so mm. who knows what was going on with that but so Nat so Alice goes to talk to Nat it's like awkward but then Bet comes and gets her after Bet's on the phone with her boss with Isaac comes and gets um Alice from Nat but then all of a sudden we cut to Nat and Alice having sex in the car which was hilarious <laughs> I'm sorry, but the shot of her head coming out of the the sunroof, iconic, amazing. What are you doing? Exactly, like girl, like what, like what happened to Tom? Yeah, everyone's question. Where's Tom? Had it so good with Tom, and especially like we'll get there, but especially that by the end of the episode she realizes nothing's gonna change what am I doing yeah exactly so why did you just fuck up this nice good thing that was starting yeah and like I'm a Tom Alice warrior I mean I do love Nat because I love oh I yeah love Stephanie but it's like Alice I mean you know maybe that's why maybe because it felt real and that scared the shit out of her because look Ooh. at what happened the last time it felt real that's so true you make a good point taylor yeah <laughs> uh so then we go back to our new favorite couple shane and tess uh yes. shane is driving tess to her aa meeting like a good girlfriend even though they're not girlfriends yet and they're just chit-chatting yep and then uh, Shane sees Carrie walking into the building. Yep. And now we're all supposed to assume that she's there for AA. Yep. No comments? I mean, I don't know. Like, I have... I just, like, think back to that article where Rosie was, like, talking about, like, a 12-step program. And I'm like, I don't think it had anything to do with this scene. <laughs> but I know people were like, oh, well, this, that, the other thing. And I'm like, uh well, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's interesting because, you know, I'm trying to think, is it something 
this show has addressed before. Like, I'm trying to remember. Not AA, just, yeah. Shane had her drug issue. Yeah. That became an alcoholic in season two and never addressed it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, but they never addressed it. They never addressed any, they didn't address anything in the original series. Yeah, nothing at all. But Um, yeah, I mean, what I think is kind of the interesting thing is the lie question mark that's what i don't know yeah talk about that we could talk about that later too but like is it a was she there for aa or is she there for oa like she told yeah that's what i i think that's what my question that's on my mind and i put a poll out and it was pretty almost it was like a 60 40 almost of like people thinking most people think that she went to aa but a good portion people don't think that she's lying yeah but i do love what shane says because shane's like i just want to like watch out for tina and then carrie's like no 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 this is all like i'm an open book blah 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 blah. but i'm like okay shane we'll talk about this later too but like shane if you're such a good friend of tina maybe you need to open your mouth up a little bit in the next few episodes right right oh yeah it was interesting to hear that come from anyone but especially from shane like Mm -hmm. I was a little bit like, since when? (laughs) And not necessarily in a bad way, but it was just, it was weird to hear anybody stick up for Tina like that, but especially Shane, who I have always seen as like, Bet's person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think she's just, I think Shane has always been way more sympathetic to the person who's felt more left out. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, she's definitely Bet's person. But I definitely see it as like Shane has like a like her heart goes soft to whoever is like maybe not there in the moment or like has less of a representation in the moment. You think? Yeah. So because like when Bet like when they were all out to eat that time like Shane runs out to talk to Bet, which obviously okay yeah if she's Bet's person then that makes sense. But I feel like because Tina's not there like Tina's more distant from the group like she's gonna stand up for Tina more and like watch out for her in a sense like be more protective of her also be protective of her because she knows how much she actually means to bet and she doesn't yeah want and i think that that's she's, okay she might that be acting on bet's behalf in a way yeah because she knows that bet is being a dum-dum and being way too hostile and that she's maybe gonna look back and be like oh maybe i should not have done that and yeah yeah um, but the next scene we have is Angie and Jordy in, in Angie's room. Um, do you think Jordy is being selfish, narcissistic, or do you really think she's trying to keep the promposal a secret? I'm undecided. I want to see how she acts in subsequent episodes. That's a good point. Because I can't really, It's it really is going to depend on whether or not she keeps doing it from yeah. here on out. Yeah. I also feel like they're 17 and maybe yeah. he doesn't know how to like, that's a heavy topic. And like, yes, yeah, maybe, like you should be there for your friends. But I'm trying to think if I was 17 and my friend was going through that, I don't know how I would react. Yeah. Not friend, girlfriend, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I, I think the thing that I wrote when I made a note about that is 
before obviously we knew what the twist was was I like that they're making the teenagers realistic like Mm -hmm. no 17 year old knows how to handle that unless they're the most mature human being in the world yeah and I think in a way it shows a lot about Angie as a character about how much she has gone through and how kind of different she is as a person that she is thinking about these things and that she does have the emotional maturity to think about these things as opposed to Jordy, who's kind of more like prom, yay, you know? And also like when Angie's talking to Kayla in a few scenes down, Kayla does tell Angie like, oh, but what Jordy's talking about does sound like fun. I think in a way of like, Angie, maybe you need to also focus on like the fun things about your life right now and not just like this major thing. Yeah, yeah. Like enjoy it while it's here, you know, you only get to go to prom once or twice, you know, like. So I think that was good. Um, So the next scene we have is um, Pippa showing up at Beth's office to talk about the museum show at the CAC. Um, One thing that I wrote down from this, Pippa, we find out Pippa has a son. Mm -hmm. Um, Also something that I feel, something that I know other people feel, and it's not even so much because I'm like a Tibet, like a Tibet stand, like it's more so like, I feel like Pippa's like up to something and I feel like she, I feel like she's genuine sometimes, but I also feel other times I feel like she's using Bet in an opportunist way. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. I just feel like Pippa's going to break Bet's heart. I could see that. Yeah. And I have some, I have a little bit of evidence that we'll get to a little bit later on that I feel is an L word foreshadowing plug in line that I will bring Ooh. up later that I, Interesting. List that I connected today. But yeah, Interesting. So shows up and like confesses her heart to about her work. And that's like, I'm going to fight for you, but being really dramatic in her little curtain outfit. And <laughs> yeah, they're going to do a show. Yeah. And then Carrie calls that. <laughs> yeah. Which, could you read her last name? Uh, I spent a lot of time zooming in on that. And I think it's Walsh. Okay. That's the only thing I could get out of it. And I can't imagine it's going to be something bizarre that yeah. doesn't make up a W-A-L-S-H. Yeah. So what did you do? What did you get out of it? Did you? Yeah, no, I thought it was something like that, but I got lazy and didn't spend the time doing that. So I was like, Francesca will know. Francesca will have spent the time. It's on it's on the wall. I have it on the wall with all the red yeah. with all the red with the string. And string. Yeah. yeah. Um so then we cut to Alice at work. Uh she's at her show. Um they're doing the segment that Sophie put together um two episodes ago or last episode, I don't remember. Um, but Sophie and Finley are acting like little rabbits and having sex in the green room again. <laughs> yep. I wrote a uh, work Sophie met relationship Sophie and one is fucking with the other. <laughs> yeah. That was just, uh, I don't know. It kind of like, I don't know, kind of grossed me. I don't, not gross me out, but like it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. I think also because Finley's like sweaty from like soccer and I'm like, oh, sweaty. Yeah. I was also like, what? 
adult human being is actually doing this like and not locking the door like at least yeah. lock the door yeah god that's why it's television yeah like i know i have like adult friends with active sex lives none of none this is like none of this has happened ever like <laughs> i'm trying to think like there's been some crazy stories like from where i work and you know i'm i'm just gonna say there's a possibility where i worked okay years yeah, ago you know years what, ago, you, years know what? Ago. you know what now that i'm thinking about it, i'm like you know what it is a green room that's really not out of the question a couch in a green room that's yeah Remember never mind I, I take that back Remember I where totally i work there are soundproof back. rooms soundproof yeah. rooms where i work so yeah i totally take that back i just see it's the COVID has made me forget that like actually especially in like the entertainment business like it had yeah never mind i take i take that back comment redacted <laughs> Yeah, maybe this is possible. Maybe not so much in a 2021 world with like a Me Too movement, but it definitely was a thing. Yeah. Um, what's next? Uh, now we cut to Gigi and Danny having lunch. Um, I thought it was really cute that Gigi knows what sauce Danny likes. Um, yeah. She hands it, to her. it reminds me of when she put a flower in Bet smoothie and then Bet yelled at her. <laughs> he brought me back to that. Uh, yep. And then just like Gigi, it's kind of now becoming a joke in my head of Gigi wanting to talk about her feelings. I know. I never noticed that until Bet and Alice said it, and now it's all I can notice. Yeah. So she wants to talk about them. Danny's kind of being, you know, little baby Bet and doesn't really want to <laughs> talk about it. But at the same time, I think Danny's being really, really mature about things and like doesn't really want to rush into it. And I think that's healthy yeah and I do like get where she's coming from that like like I I don't think Gigi meant it this way but like that she was kind of like okay my feelings changed okay bye like I get why Danny was kind of like okay first of all your timing like you know I was having a shitty night like maybe that wasn't the best time to kind of like yeah be like hey relationship maybe like you know so I totally I, don't think Gigi meant it as like a fuck with your heart thing but I can totally get how Danny took it that way and I think it's good for her that she was able to tell Gigi that and mm -hmm. I think it's something that actually might kind of work for them as a couple that Danny is in contrast to I think where we saw her with Sophie last season where like Sophie had to like sit in the car with her and was like Danny talk to me and Danny was like nope I need to go back to work and I need to process and I'm just not going to talk about anything where yeah. she can just be like hey this kind of messed with me what was up with that and with Gigi who does want to talk about her feelings I think that could actually work pretty well Definitely. And I think also when Gigi came out there and said her feelings, I think she was just really hurt by Bet at that moment too. Yeah. And so she just kind of wanted to like move. I think that was her way of like pushing it away and moving on. Yeah. Um, the next scene that we have then is, oh, Sophie and Finley, uh, they're home from work for the day 
And Sophie's just like asking Finley, like, are you an adult? Like, can you cook for yourself? Like, what is your plan? What What is like, you know, props for Sophie for like one, trying to like make the relationship more than just sex. And yeah, like maybe like kind of like telling Finley like, yo, like you need to like grow up a little bit. Like I'm not comparing you to Danny, but like Sophie's also at a different level in her life than Finley is. Oh my God. Yeah. Like she's still a little childish, but she's, but she's like, she, you know, has responsibilities and like stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a really interesting scene because they are at very different places, but like, I think it was really important for Finley to remind Sophie too. Like I've been on my own for a long time. Like just cause yeah, I might not be the most mature human being in the world, but it doesn't mean like I'm completely defenseless. Like I thought it was a really interesting back and forth for both of them. Yeah. To kind of like point out some of the holes for both of them to be kind of like, hey, you know, maybe you don't actually know each other that well. And maybe you need to do some work if you actually want this to work. Yeah, because I feel like they fell into a relationship thinking they were really comfortable and knew each other. But in reality, they didn't, they didn't have that time. Yeah. Uh, Because they were only friends while Sophie was in a relationship. And that's not the same as the, I don't know, but anyway. Right. Uh, then we cut to it's the charity event Tess and Shane out on the balcony talking foreshadowing the rain that is going to fall down on everyone yeah I think I think that thing where Tess is like well what happens if it rains and Shane's just like we get wet I think that sums up Shane's attitude to everything just in a nutshell I also think it was a very Rose Trochet type of thing I know that she likes to tie everyone's, like, it just reminds me, like, her episode, she likes to tie all the storylines together. So it's kind of like everyone got caught in the rain type of thing at the end. True. Everyone had, like, a thing, like, even Bette and Pippa had a thing in the rain, like, they were coming in from the rain, covering with the jacket. Um, Shane and Tess, you know, had their moment in the rain. Danny and Gigi, everyone has a moment in the rain. True. I think that was... I think that's her, you know. She had some great directing moments in this. Oh my God, yeah. Are coming up soon that I'll talk about. But God, she just has, she makes the best episodes. She does. She does. The episodes this season have been like directed phenomenally by everyone, but like her, you just know it's a her episode. Oh yeah. Um, So now we're inside the party. Uh, We are now seeing that Alice is there with Nat. Shane is shocked. Yeah. Where the audience is shocked. Yeah. But, um, Again, I love Nat as a character. I'm just really mad at Alice for this decision. Like, yeah. Let Nat be like happy and be her own character and still be on the show, but like be there as her own poly happy self. Yeah. And not, and, uh, and I think we're getting there. I feel like at, at maybe season three, if we're lucky, a season yeah. four, we'll get to the point where the characters can coexist like they did in the OG together, where they're not I hope so. blocked yeah. out by a storyline or like they, you know what I, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So yeah, no, I do, I do, and I hope, I hope we get there because 
it's like you said, like I love Stephanie and I love Nat as a character. And I think that representation is really important and something we definitely don't have yeah. any of really. <laughs> and I think that would be great to have. I just, I don't think it's what Alice wants. No, it's not. It's not what Alice wants. And Alice didn't have to change Nat for it to work and yeah yeah neither of them should have to change and yeah yeah so after that happens uh shane sees that bet and pippa are walking in bet looks stunning pippa looks great um and they're there they're talking alice does the whole um rambling on about how much bet was talking about pippa yada 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 and then (laughs) your face and then um i just (laughs) i know so this is this is my this is my moment this is my moment with the foreshadowing ready when shane says to alice they have a i have a really good feeling about them doomed right there doomed yeah that line doomed it because it reminds me of the line when bet goes to jody and brings her the billboard and jody goes you better not break my heart and in that moment, you said that's going to break her heart. You just yeah. know it was too. It was focused in on. It said, "Oh, I really like them together. I have a really good feeling about them." Doomed. Yeah. It just—it's the way that the writing is. It's—it's it's a very—I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially on the L word. It's if someone times. says, yeah. Yeah. If someone says at the beginning of a relationship. Oh wow, I love them. Doomed. They're fucked. Yeah. They're fucked. Yeah. I really caught that this time because I know people listen to it and they're like, oh, that's them giving like their stamp of approval. So they'll be they're gonna last. No, doomed. And I'm not I technically that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I actually hadn't thought of it that way, but you're a hundred percent right. Oh, I can't wait to see if we're right about yeah. this. I mean, excited. like, those people are right within the world of the show. Yeah, yes. that is them giving their stamp of approval within, like, the meta universe of the show. That is 100% but foreshadowing. From a, but from a writing, yeah, yeah story yeah. point, that's... Because that's the thing, is that, like, as a writer, you never do that with a couple that's going to be okay, because yeah. you want to maintain the suspense of whether or not they're actually going to be so you never do that with a couple that is actually going to stay together because it takes all of the suspense out of the story so yeah yeah. um shane calling alice's suit dumb and dumber amazing (laughs) great alice and carrie talking about how carrie's never been to a talk show fantastic everything to me that and that that conversation could have lasted 10 minutes of the show and i would have ate it all up i could watch leisha haley and rosie o'donnell just going back and forth for an entire episode and oh. i would be content yeah 100 there leisha haley is so funny she does not get enough recognition like i don't know the word I'm losing my recognition thank you recognition it's almost 11 o'clock at night she does not get enough recognition for how funny she is outside of the L word fandom. No. Because no one no. knows. No. And one day I hope everyone does know. 
Then we have Shane confronting Carrie. And this is where we can really get in. Is Carrie lying? Uh, yeah. I mean, the thing is that it's so, it's hard to tell, especially because she's on that border of intoxicated where she's not quite drunk enough to be like, no, she's too drunk to lie. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. But then like, if you really were in a, like, I don't know anyone who was in AA. I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I've never, I don't know. Would, would she really be there drinking? Like, do you really go to a meeting and then afterwards go and drink? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that works. Here's my, to be sober here's my thing. I don't feel like anybody who isn't an alcoholic uses alcohol to bury their pain that much. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know like some people have bad days and just need to go have a couple drinks and like, you know, just blow off some steam sometimes. But that was like intentional, hardcore. I am intentionally getting blackout drunk to avoid my feelings. Yeah. And I feel like that is alcoholic behavior. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes, I mean, that makes sense for me. Yeah. Right in. Everyone. I mean, like, I'm not an expert, obviously. Yeah. Like we're not experts. We're just but like in our minds that we think this is what. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Like to me, I don't, I don't know. Like to, yeah. To me, you don't do that unless you're at least approaching the point where at least maybe meetings would be a good idea. Yeah. And like, did she feel like she really needed that liquid courage to talk to Bette Porter? Right. I guess so. Well, but then she kept going even after Bette left. Like, that's the yeah. thing. Well, because then Bette, like, you know, made her feel like shit, but I have my own opinions about that, but. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Like, that. that's the thing is it was like before Bette, <laughs> during Bette, and after, after Bette. Bette. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. And I feel like she doesn't know Shane well enough to share that, like, if she was in OA, I don't feel like that's something that you sh just share willy nilly with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's also not like a common one. Like, a lot of people didn't even know what OA was. Right. So I don't feel like, like that would just be something that she would share with yes granted Shane is Tina's friend but like Carrie doesn't know Shane that well you know yeah. so like I don't feel as open book as you claim to be I don't think that's something that you just share with someone that you don't know that well who you know is pretty close to the person that you're not a big fan of and kind of terrified of yeah so much was given up in that moment and Shane has so much to I don't know yeah. it's so like and also then it just brings back like too like now Tina 
no, Tina left Bet for what, you know, I'm going to use in that term, like Tina walked away from her relationship with Bet because it was too consuming or too, you know, too, too dramatic. But now you're with someone who is kind of making things very dramatic and has yeah. issues. And it's like now Tina, again, is in a relationship where she possibly has to care for someone else's feelings way more than her own. Yeah. Because now if she finds out about Carrie's insecurities with all this, like she's going to have to worry about Carrie while she, they're all in a group instead of being able just to enjoy herself, if that makes sense. Right, right. And I mean, I, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out because we're not getting them together in an episode again, are we? You missed all the drama this morning. Oh, I did. Okay. The, the episode 10 stills came out. Oh. And Carrie's in them. Carrie's in one. So Okay, because I, like, I thought Rosie came back for another episode that Laurel was also in. Yeah. But then you you guys were like, no, 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 no. Rosie's done after this. And I was like, oh, we, okay. We're all really confused, but we'll talk after this. I'll give you the lowdown. Okay. After this. Okay. Okay. I'll give you the drama after this. Anyway, I'm just really intrigued to see how it's all going to play out because yeah, I mean, like, obviously it sounds like it's definitely over. It's just going to be interesting to see like, it's going to be interesting to see how they wrap it up. If it does get wrapped up because yeah. And who's done first essentially. Yeah. At like this who, point. Yeah. Who calls it quits at this like yeah someone needs to confess something because i mean carrie was drunk yeah so carrie's not going to remember in the morning right tina has these feelings but she doesn't want to say them out loud right and shane holds all the cards god damn it shane <laughs> and we uh, know shane's not going to say anything because it's shane <laughs> let's go to, let, let's jump to a different scene real quick okay wait 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 you know what line we haven't heard though. And I'm yes. wondering if that's going to be. You missed that drama today too. I did. Uh, there's, it could either be Shane talking to Alice Matt, Shane talking to Bettina, Shane talking to Carrie Tina, Shane talking to Sophie nope, it's Finley. it's not that one. <laughs> Shane talking to Sophie Finley. Those are the combinations that we have. I really think. I really I hope it's yeah. When, now we saw Alice. One of the stills was Alice on a plane. Yeah, we don't. It could be Alice Tom. There's like five different combos. I was gonna say. To go well, I, it was more yeah, okay, was but like, no, but it said her. The pronoun was her, so okay. it wouldn't be knock that off. So we still have four. I I'm gonna hold out hope that that line is Tibet about Tina. I hope I hope I hope I really hope it's a Tibet line, but to me that makes we the did most get sense. Sherry Jaffe. That I mean, yeah. Let's be real. After that, nothing after that, fucking makes sense anymore. <laughs> um, but anyway, Angie Jordy promposal. How cute was that? That maybe front runner for my favorite scene this season just because it was the most adorable thing um because i'm an asshole a few things i want to bring up me being who i am watching it went 
wow, must be nice to be a rich kid in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's real fair. Second, how did they get the letters on the umbrellas? How? We cut away? But they weren't on them for the whole dance and there wasn't swap out umbrellas. All of a sudden we cut to Angie, we come back and there's letters on the umbrellas and they're opening them. So the letters- They painted them on real fast. That's just my stupid- that's just my stupidness. Let uh, the Hollywood magic happen, Francesca. Oh boy. No, I really thought it was cute. I loved it. I've been looking forward to that because I remember seeing them in a promo, like cuddled up on the stairs, like kissing with their little matching headphones. And I was like, how cute. That they was, had a water scene cute. too. They did. Oh, my heart. I, I love, love it. Angie. I know it's it's what Angie deserved especially with everything that she's been going through this season I will say when she was talking to Kayla she asks Kayla have you ever broken up with someone and my head was like I was in my head I was like just ask your moms they're pros at it I know that's I literally was like just go talk just go talk to bed just go talk to bed you'll be fine (laughs) pro at breaking up she literally just did it it's fine oh my god I know um, so now a great scene, uh, Bet and Carrie finally come face to face. Oh man. Bet turned her down nicely and Carrie kept digging a hole. She kept yeah. po- poking the bear and poking the bear until Bet snapped. Yeah. The oppression Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And like, Carrie, yeah. why do you want to bond with Bet? Like, I get why, like, I get why Carrie is sitting there saying, I need to bond with Bet because if I get closer to Bet, Tino will be happy. And like, I need to get Bet's approval. And it's like, yeah, no, that's not how it works when you're marrying someone's ex. My yeah. mother, my dad's fiance is not asking my mother for approval. <laughs> yeah I wrote four words that I never thought I would ever write or say in my entire life which was bet has a point <laughs> I know <laughs> I know oh tell your friends and family you love them folks the world was ending um yeah no but like she did she did if Carrie thinks her relationship with Tina is working, she shouldn't need her blessing. And really, I think that line might have been what ended that relationship. And she wasn't wrong. No, she's not. But it's like, also look at everything. I also go back to season one. Tina showed up at Beth's front doorstep without telling Carrie where she was going. Yeah. Left her in another country. Yep. Left her in another country to go see her ex-wife and didn't tell her. Yep. And then was like, oh, hi, sorry. Uh, Yeah, uh, something happened. And then I believe told her at first, not that it was Bet, but that it was Angie. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nailed it, Tina. You did great. the crumble like the cookie's been crumbling here oh yeah yeah the cookie's been crumbling since you bought it at the store like the tin car is 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 collapsing in on itself the tin car is rusting <laughs> how many more analogies <laughs> um 
Yeah, that was a that line. I just remember being so shocked listening to it. Yeah. And the way she delivered it. Oh. And looking like she did just <sighs> no shut wonder down. Why, no wonder why Carrie went to drink more because I Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, but when Carrie says you're just not a nice person to be around. <laughs> I, I mean, that. like she's correct, but also in this particular instance, Carrie, you brought it on yourself. <laughs> you did. Um, after that happens, Danny arrives solo. She immediately has to walk past Finley and Sophie making out. And then she finds Nat and Alice in the bathroom having more um, public sex. Yep. And then Nat tells her that Gigi's really into her. Yeah. And you know what? Oh. Two things that I, I mean, it kind of like, not necessarily like in this scene, but in the like couple of things coming up that I realized that I really like about Danny. And I feel like you and I can talk about this because Brittany's not here to rain on the like liking Danny parade um <laughs> but like I like first of all I feel like one of the things with the L word which is good like I'm all for sex positivity but I like that Danny breaks away from that sort of like sleep around culture that I feel like the L word tends to fall into and actually yeah. takes that like like not to say that she's prudish like obviously she likes having sex as much as the rest of the characters but like she just has a different attitude towards sex I guess yeah I think she like just treats it less casual than everyone else does yeah and I appreciate that about her as a character yeah that moment when she's talking to when Finley because she Finley's oh, yeah dumbass and is like talking to Danny's a great idea um and when Danny says that thing about I'm so sick of people thinking I have it together yeah people aren't inclined to hold me when I need it most yeah it's true that was such a good line like as someone who is often like like I related to that line hard yeah. no, <laughs> and no. I was just like that was the perfect way to put that it, and, it really is the perfect way. I think a lot of people yeah. were able to relate yeah. to that. Yeah. I was like, all right, writers, good job. You nailed it. Yeah. And I've been a fan of Danny since season one. I didn't really, I didn't see how a lot of people were just angry with her and I didn't get any, I didn't get a lot of that. I think maybe I just saw, I saw underneath it all. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I do love Danny. And I think I just, it's so stupid of Finley to go and talk to her. Like, how do I get it together? Get a job. Don't steal people's fiancés. Like, it, like, yeah. Like, get it, like, get it together. It's not hard to sit and, like, make baby steps into getting your life together. Like, bit one, step one, clean your room. Step two, yeah. comb your hair. Like, there's things that you could do. Like, you just had that conversation with Sophie. Like, everything Sophie's going to tell you is exactly what Danny's going to tell you and the next person and so on. Like, Right, like if you're looking for a different answer, you're not gonna get it. Like it was like Carrie going to bed. Like, what do you want? What do you want Danny to give you, Finley? It's literally. I'm just making this connection. It's a very similar situation. Yeah, it's almost like Finley wanted Danny to give her like some sort of blessing or advice on how to be a good girlfriend to Sophie. Yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. 
Then we cut to Nat and Alice breaking up for like good. So RIP Nat Alice. I believe I wrote, Alice, I love you, but you brought this on yourself. She did. She did. And she possibly is ruining a good thing with Tom. Yeah. Um, Then we go to Danny and Gigi, finally, kissing. I do love the line, though, and I felt bad because it's totally Danny calling Gigi out. But it's also kind of funny, but also kind of like something Danny would say anyway. Uh, Why have you been with everyone I know? Uh, Yeah! (laughs) kind of great it was great and it's like but when she asks like are you real my heart I know because she's like really putting herself out there and then Gigi's like I am real yeah this is real yeah and And I think she means it but like you totally get why Danny's questioning everything yeah good moment yeah Cut back now uh, to Carrie, Shane, and Tess. <laughs> my favorite, I think my favorite line of the entire episode is, phone, can you tell me my password? <laughs> We've all been there, especially with having to wear a mask. Like, yeah. Um, oh my God. I do yeah. love that we have the confirmation that Carrie is certified in two states with the past the bar in two states. True, So yes. that means that because you can't take away the fact that she has a New York accent. Like, you get, can't yeah. give it away. So yeah, yeah, she's yeah. certified in New York, California. Love that we got that confirmation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we knew when she went on that big rant about the Yankees. I'm pretty sure we knew that. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I remember, like, before the episode aired, I was like, how are we going to get Carrie not being a New Yorker at some point in her life? Like, how are we... She's not natively from Canada. She's not natively from Los Angeles. So I'm happy that we got that clarified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went to school in Staten Island, clarified. Yeah, yeah. Um, A moment that I really loved was the camera shaking when Tess helped her stand up. Yes. That was really, really great. Yes. Um, I think it's funny when they take her home and she's like, you're all so beautiful people. Yes, I wrote I wrote that and I was like, Carrie, voice of the fandom. <laughs> you're all so beautiful. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, she opens the door. I just don't think I could do it. I don't think I can marry Tina. The shot- and when she says, I don't even think I'm good enough. Oh, but she does say how much she loves Tina. And it's like, oh. yeah. like that's the sad part too is Mm -hmm. that i really think she does yeah and she doesn't it's possible that tina loves her but tina is never but tina's always going to be in love with that and that's always going to be love with tina yeah and that's like a real thing that happens to people and in reality some people don't stay together and they live their lives longing for someone but this is television so get them back together please right exactly (laughs) And, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking about this lately. And I think, like, especially seeing uh, the beginning of the season with my mom again, I think I think Tina really wanted to, like, be... I think Tina wanted to be the star in a relationship for, one, for once. Yes. You know? Like, I, w- I was thinking about that. And I think she just wanted to be kind of the the one that was adored 
for yes. a while. And I don't even know that that was like a conscious decision. And in knowing Tina, it probably wasn't because I don't think that that's the kind of decision she would make. No. Because I don't think she would intentionally hurt someone like that. But I think probably there was something in her that just needed that for a period of time in her life. Because oh, absolutely, she spent so long doing that for bet yeah that i think you know for whatever reason they weren't able to balance it out and she just needed to be that person you know what i find interesting about the original series now that you bring this up is i feel like when we see them in season one of the original we're seeing a turning point where bet is taking up a good portion of the space because i feel like before all before we see them in season one i feel like bet did do like like bet adored i mean bet always adored tina but she like adored tina yeah i feel like in season one because that's when all the issues start happening is now we're seeing a shift yes i think that's with the new job at the cac and with the bait and like it all starts to shift yeah well because like we're seeing it with like bet with pippa i mean like obviously it's a different kind of relationship but like bet is very good at putting attention on someone at the beginning of a relationship Mm -hmm. like i mean we even saw it in those flashbacks like when tina first you know like at the beginning of their relationship bet is good at putting on the charm yeah like yeah so i think you're right i think it was yeah, we came in at the turning point. Yeah. And and then we missed it this time around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I think, yeah, I was, again, going back to the beginning of the season, I was like, oh, I think that's what it was. I think Tina needed to be the kind of shining star yeah, for she a little bit. And Carrie will give that to her. Carrie will do anything Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's like Carrie said, Tina's her number one without question. Yep. And I think that's what Tina in her heart of hearts was looking for, mm-hmm. for a little while. Yeah. But I mean, if you want to be with Bette Porter, you need to learn how to manage expectations. And right. Bette needs to, and Bette, and Bette, Bette needs to give more, but right. it's never going to be like, you know, it has to be. Right. And I, I don't of, think that's what Tina wants long term. Yeah. Like I think she like. Yeah, I think she needed to, like, know what that felt like. Yeah. You know, and I, like, now I think she's, you know, having felt what that felt like and realizing, like, okay, that was nice for a bit and now it's a little too much and, you know, I need to kind of balance out again. Yeah. I think the best thing for Bet and Tina is Tina working in Toronto and not being there all the time. Uh, Yeah. They need to, like, long for each other and, like, miss each other. And then when Tina comes home, Bet can like, Bet would be the Bet Bet will be that person that'd be like, oh, I missed you so much. Now I will do anything for you at this moment. The question is, can Bet deal with long distance? I think now at her age, if it means having Tina, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. If it, I if see it that. means that that she knows that Tina's coming home to her, yes. Fair fair and because i just also think and i don't know if it was really intended this way i don't know if like jennifer did this on purpose when she did like made an acting choice but when because it could go two ways 
when Gigi asked that, oh, is Angie with Tina? Is Tina home from Toronto? Is that where Angie is or whatever? Tina, like, I mean, Bet turns to her and goes, yeah, Tina's, Tina's home. She does it, one, her face can look like in like almost like a condescending way, like, yeah, Tina's home. But two, it could be like in a very relieved way of like, yeah, Tina's home. Yeah. So I don't know. I, some, I've seen people read it different, both ways and like different posts. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. It's the- Analyze um, the micro expressions. No, yeah. Analyze the micro expressions. It's at the beginning of episode six. Six, okay. Yeah. When it's, yeah. Uh, anyway, back to the episode. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about Shane's wardrobe? Because I still think she looks like a, uh, like a, a pimp in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like the 70s threw up on her a little bit. Her season <laughs> one Gen Q hose were so good. The tanks with the flannels and the button downs, like very edgy. What is with the jackets and the lapels and the... I think, I think Shane went, I run a casino now. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't. It's not working. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Bet and Pippa. They kiss at the charity at the bar. They look at each other. I... And okay, you guys, can, people can come for me for saying it's because I want Bet and Tina or I don't like Pippa or I didn't see, I didn't see Bet and Pippa kiss and I didn't see Sparks. I also don't, I love, I think Vanessa Williams is great. I just watched her Instagram live tonight. I think she's hilarious. I think she's a like, great actress. I don't think she's a convincing lesbian. That's fair. That's just how I feel. I, just, I don't feel like she's, I don't think that she is committing to the lesbian part of the role as much as everyone else who is straight on the show, which is, I think, just Jennifer at this point, you know. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. How do you feel about it? Did you watch it? I don't know if you skipped it. No, I did. I did. Well, I mean, no, like I watched the, I watched like basically up until they like actually started having sex. And then I was like, no, no, actually, no, I did watch most of it. It was beautifully shot. The area. Yeah, shot that's actually why I watched most of it because I was like, "Wow, the colors are so pretty!" Like, <laughs> but they did a good job where it was like it was, and she says it in she said it in her Instagram live really quick. She's like, she's like, we did very close up, quick shots to make the mm -hmm. illusion, but it wasn't. There was not a lot of touching. I mean, like when you look at like the the Gigi Bet scene, there was like a lot of touching the foreplay, this that the other thing. Mm -hmm. Bet and Pippa just had sex. I mean, and yes, it was passionate or whatever. You know, I'm not going to take that away from them. I know what the show is trying to do. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. stupid. I know what their intention is with, with the scene. For me, I just didn't feel like Vanessa committed to the lesbian part of it. The, uh, Jennifer carried the scene, but Jennifer's also a pro at playing a lesbian at this point. So yeah, it's a different... I think I had already like, because I just don't care. I think I had already just dissociated from the intimacy of that scene. So I like, you're probably right. But I was just so disengaged by that point that I wouldn't yeah. have known the difference. Well, then a lot of people come into my curious cat in the past four days or whatever, very upset 
Vepa and Pippa orgasm together. They're so upset because they, they said that that is a Bet and Tina thing that showed how they connected. Oh my god! They can't. You can't gatekeep it. You can't gatekeep it. It's a. I know. I know. I know. Also, like, I don't feel like it was shot the same. No, it wasn't shot the same. It was not shot the same. Okay, so it was not it, shot as like. It was not the season like one this Bet and actual Tina like moment of togetherness and intimacy it was just like oh we happened to come at the same time like exactly that that's exactly what i think too yeah i mean bet licking her thumb was just as hot as her taking that ring off yeah i mean like i don't know like this is i see this is the thing is like i hate to i never want to be the person that's like well I've been to film school and I'm in the yeah. industry. So like, I know better, but like, this is like one of the things where I feel like, because we have that knowledge, like that's part of the reason I like sharing it with people is because I feel like we're able to kind of realize these things and be like, no, 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 no. we've decoded the message. It's okay. Yeah. Like it really, you can tell by the visuals that it's yeah. totally different Definitely. you know and i also so, feel more comfortable saying like i get like i i could sit here and say i know what the show's doing i get why they did that yeah for me though i i could see through it right right so i hope everybody listening to this does not take this as us being like snobs <laughs> it's us being like no, no 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 we understand where you're coming from we get the panic here's why you don't have to freak out exactly Here's your inside scoop on why it's actually going to be okay. It was shot completely different than any Tibet sex scene. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and that actually matters. Like that's not us grabbing on to a detail and being like, it matters. Like my yeah. precious, like, <laughs> no, they actually hours go into how the scene is shot. Like yeah. way more hours than like how it's acted <laughs> or like I mean the actors do that on their own they put hours yeah. into that on their own but when you're on set the actual like acting out of the scene does not take that long no. the figuring out what the shot looks like yes is what takes most of those like 16 hour shooting days film and television is 75 percent pre-planning 25 percent execution yeah so when we say that matters it's like they've thought about that for like four hours of setup so it yeah. matters <laughs> it was thought out it wasn't it's not willy-nilly they don't throw people on a floor on a bed and say do whatever you want and we'll just grab whatever no it's all planned out everyone yeah yeah it's scripted wait while we're on the subject of sex scenes this is okay. just a random comment but can we talk about how i swear to god they've had more sex scenes like during the season that was shot during covid wait yes they said fuck covid we're gonna put be sucking <laughs> on people's tongues we'll be spitting in people's i don't think anyone's spitting anyone's mouth but like oh my god like, I mean, 
I know they were careful and like I if the actress felt safe great but like holy shit the L word what everyone's tongue was down everyone's throat like the amount of like licking and sucking and like just like I'm like are you Okay, and like I, nobody COVID. got sick. No one got sick. Not a single. So I know COVID you're case. fine, but like, holy shit! <laughs> no, not a single COVID case, and there was enough sucking and licking. To... Yeah. Good for I'm just them. Like, I'm just like impressed that they were like, no, 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 we're gonna do more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, if you think of it, Jennifer did none really in season one. No. She had the up against a window two seconds. Yeah. And then a, a, a morning bedroom scene with no. Yeah. And this season she was like, all right, let's, how many people can I sleep with in, the, in one yeah. season? Good yeah. for her. Yeah. <laughs> Sophie and Finley get a DUI, DWI, pulled over by the cops. Why would you drink and drive? I know. In a world of Ubers and Lyfts, why would you drink and drive? Seriously. You're in Los Angeles. Why would you drive anyway? Was Micah not in this episode? Sorry, that just it just dawned on me. That's a good point. Maybe Leo had the week off. Maybe Leo needed a nap. Yeah, he's still recovering from dealing with that porter and then Maribel yelling at him. Which... Fair. Fair. Sorry, that was a really random thought. So I was like, wow, I didn't mess up his name this week. Oh, yeah, you don't have to be like, is it Micah or Mika? <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. That was the episode. Then they get the DWI, DUI. We'll see what happens. Yeah. They tried fucking each other while driving. I just don't. I, at least they didn't get in an accident. The tent, the, the suspense was high. With I really it. thought they were going to. Yeah, they really set it up like they were going to. Yeah. So I'm yeah. happy it was just a cop. And then yeah. for some reason, a small part of me was like, Tasha? No. Oh my God, that would have been great. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Yeah, because so... Alice doesn't have enough going on right now. Yeah, she needs. There was a small part of me that really thought Tasha was coming back. I literally sat in my room with my little red uh, string and my little fish pins. And I was like, okay, she was on pants. They talked about this. She giggled <laughs> about that. Does that mean something? And I'm like, Francesca, go to bed. Oh my God. <laughs> well, someday, hopefully. Tasha will return to us. Hopefully one day. But yeah, that was episode seven. A lot happened. Yeah. And we've got three to go. Can you believe only three? No. It feels like yesterday we were logging into that website to watch the premiere together. I know. Uh, This has been episode 26 of All Things Tibet. I'm Francesca. I'm Taylor. And we'll see you next week.